Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is April 5th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I am doing great. I'm uh, I'm back on home turf here, ready to go. Home turf. I, mean, I don't know. Some could argue that maybe your home turf is now Florida and you're just, you're back and you're kind of on spring break somewhere or your summer home or something like that up, up in Chicago. You've oh, been in yeah, Florida for, for so long. You're summering. <laughs> In Chicago, in the exurbs of suburbs of Chicago. So, uh, but that's good. It's good to have you back. You survived the drive with your baby in tow. Everything got along yeah. all right. Okay. She's an angel. She just says she killed it. So you, yeah, you made it back. You made it through the time zone shifts. I was talking to you on I want to say Thursday, and you were just felt like you were kind of in the vortex there. You're like, like you were. Painting back and forth from Central to Eastern in Tennessee. And right? Georgia. I was going between, I was, I was crossing state borders, crossing back, crossing time zones, crossing back. My clocks the, didn't even know what was going on. My car, one clock was right, one clock was wrong. Everybody was confused. You were all over, the, you, were, you were talking to me on the phone, your head was spinning, the one clock was catching up, one clock was not, but I'm glad you made it back and now you are... Fully entrenched, feet on the ground in Central Time Zone. Ready, ready to go. Ready for the Masters. Great. I mean, what a great day of golf today! It was great incredible. Weekend. Great weekend of golf. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Let's let's do a couple business things here. First what? off, business things. Well, we got our about, business is talking about golf. We will absolutely forget. It's not business, but this is something we always forget. A Westy Island shirts, a few are left. There are some green-related items at the top of the shop. And B, we got to say, hey, we're doing no Bixby House on the ground in uh, Augusta, but we are doing a virtual Bixby House party Friday afternoon during coverage. You can, uh, It's like a big video chat. You can call in. You can jump in. We can admit you. You can ask questions on video. Maybe you can do it anonymously. Maybe you can do it over text. The actual Bixby boys, Niles, Remington out in LA may join. So uh, we'll have a whole little party going on Friday afternoon, but you must be a, a subscriber to the Shotgun Start Blend. So if you're a subscriber, we have your email. Or I the think. Westy Island Blend. Or the Westy Island Blend. We will send you that whole email list, this you link to, to join. Go to BixbyCoffee.com and then you sign up there. Become a subscriber yeah. for the Shotgun Start Blend or the Westy Island Blend. Which is light roast. And then Friday for... Uh, kind of a happy hour-ish time we'll have a sort of it's, it's not zoom but it'll be a nice fun party all right great day fantastic day of golf um splendid let's start, let's start with the uh, first major championship of the year patty tavatonicate 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 uh wins the a a inspiration at mission hills takes the leap into poppy's pool 
uh, a nice leap. Had a little twist, a little kick. Um, almost, a almost, very, a can- almost a cannonball. Almost a cannonball. Very athletic. It wasn't just kind of like, you know, she tumbled in there. Sometimes it's not the most athletic maneuver some of uh, these caddies and players do. But they had good height and, and good moves. She wins. She started with a five-shot lead, was just dominant through 54 holes. Lydia Ko put a scare, certainly in her position at the top of the leaderboard, but it never, it never got to one, right? It was always two, uh, and yeah, she had a margin was, to withstand a 62, a course record tying round. Well, so. it was crazy, too, because she eagled the second hole, and right. she gets off to this like uh, dream start. And meanwhile, she like lost ground on her lead because of how good Ko was. Ko's round was astounding. Unbelievable final round. And, you know, you you have to think in almost any other situation, she wins running away herself. But, you know, Tavitana Kit, she played so well all week. I mean, four straight rounds in the 60s. Um, Really was playing a different golf course than everybody else and did it with, you know, who knows what, what this could be? I mean, she's 21. She's technically a rookie, um, and uh, she is extraordinarily long. And see, you know, what could come of her career. Obviously, it's been her career thus far has been really, really impressive. And she was the low-am at the a a few years ago, low-am at, at, uh, at the U.S. Women's Open at Shoal Creek, you know, where she had top five. And uh, two-time All-American, turned pro, Rookie of the Year on the Symmetra Tour. So this is uh, something we shouldn't be too surprised about. Uh, this is a this is a maybe potentially future superstar. Yeah, she seemed, you know, I wouldn't say she was bursting with personality in the interviews and stuff, but she seemed, and I mean this as a compliment more than anything, she seemed just kind of a steady sort of kind of, killer right a steady really sort of uh, doesn't unperturbed on on anything and you see it probably comes in handy when you see Lydia Ko going you know eight under through ten and you, you're also sleeping on a five shot lead as a technically a rookie um she she just was kind of a total flat line um well yeah you know she was that way on the golf course too it's so rare to yeah. see see um someone in that situation she's never really been holding a lead and and playing with a big lead is not as easy as it seems like obviously you want a big lead right but when you start losing those losing ground or you know losing your advantage you start to race and things speed up and it just seemed like it never sped up for her she played so well i mean it was just a really impressive dominant performance Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I never understand this. She did not look at a single leaderboard all day. She talked about the self-control of not doing that. I, I, that just seems crazy. We've, we've encountered this with other people. I think it wasn't it Amy Olson. Didn't she do this at Houston maybe, or I know she mm-hmm. did it at, uh, at Evian the one time she lost it, I think to Angela Stanford, but I, that seems 
crazy to me. Is that a thing you do? Do you ever just? I mean, I don't know what competitive. It's not like you. They have leaderboards. When I when I play. see my like, name on on the leaderboard at like state amps, like the worst thing that could happen. It usually quickly tumbles off the leaderboard shortly after. It just seems hard for me. I would like played eighteen. Like technically, she could have been tied. She goes wedge, wedge, and two putts for her par. I mean, it didn't seem like anyone was really going for that too much with the wall and the backboard there. They should have moved the tee up further. I just, I, I, that seems crazy to me to not have any sense of what it's like. You're in basketball and you don't know if you're down two or three and what kind of shot you should take or or tied. It just seems like quick sidebar. Saturday. Did you watch that basketball game? Yeah. I screamed. I was watching on my phone. Yeah. It, and I screamed out loud. Yep. That was like the best basketball game I may have ever watched. And it, it not yeah. like everybody gets confused. Like, oh, let's talk about this year or this year. Just for the entire game, the high level of play. Like both teams played so well the entire game. It wasn't like a, a, a okay game with a great finish. It was like an astoundingly great game for the entire regular, but never mind about, but that game was, God, that was unbelievable. Yeah, it was so fun. I was that still was, like was, buzzing about it. Monday will, it will be hard to live up to that game, right? I don't Again, know. it was not the great. half court shot. It was like, you don't see college games get to 90 points or how about that pass that he made the pat, the, the play that's going to go overlooked is the block. And then that, how yeah. that full court bounce pass was right. That was like right. one of the best continuous plays I've ever seen in my life. Yep. That was sweet. Um, all right. So back to Patty. Never looks at the leaderboard. Cruises. Hey, that, she, she probably was mourning her UCLA Bruins loss. Oh, uh, that's true. How about UCLA, the gritty underdog? You know, they're talking about gritty little, it, gritty little Bruin, Corey Payton. Taking on the personality of Corey Pavin. So. Uh, but they did they did get it back uh, at the ANA. Uh, any other reactions from the first major? I mean, Lydia Ko, she's talking about it afterwards. Like, they're going to talk about how I'm back. I'm sure. That's amazing to me, too. She's walking down the fairway and she's contemplating or thinking about what they must be saying out there in the media now. Are they talking about Lydia's back? It's like, I don't really care if I'm back or not. She really does seem to be completely at peace with who she is, how she plays golf, whether she wins, whether she top fives it or whether she blows it at the end. Remember when she blew it at, in Toledo? She didn't. She just seems to have like a great attitude about it. In a way, this thing had a little, like it wasn't completely like uh, Phil and Stenson at, uh, at Troon. Yeah. Um, because they weren't together going into the round and hadn't separated it going into it. But in a way, like, I mean, Lydia Ko finished five clear of third. Right. There was nobody like, else. I, it wasn't yeah. a great, besides Ko making her 62, there wasn't like a ton, like, again. But this go, uh, this speaks to Tana Tavikit and how yeah, Tav- incredible just, she played. She just surgically kind of cut it up, right? I, um, the power, the, the, I mean, the power, unbelievable. What she, she did that golf course and, and it's uh, it'll be interesting to see what the next five, ten years, how they play out on the LPGA, and see if if she becomes really dominant with that power because it's hard, like, I mean, she averaged three twenty six off the tee, three twenty three, 
323. My bad. How what is that? Um, how many how many drives is that measured to? Probably two. Yeah. Um, it was still, super firm out there too. I I thought the course played really 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 well. Um yeah. like it made a big big difference if you're in the fairway, if you're in the rough in terms of approaching the greens, it, approaching the greens they had like a good thud to them. Um it was it was a fun watch. One other thing, I just love watching MB Park hit shots. Yeah. What the poof ball and then just like make a grinder, you know. <laughs> the somehow. irons are just surgical. Yeah. They're just yeah. incredible. But other than that, like it was pretty drama free. It was great to watch Lydia Ko put a course record round together. But the one moment it felt in doubt was 15 green and uh, Patty, you know, drilled that, what was it, 15 footer maybe for par? Mm-hmm. Like that's where it yeah. felt like it could have cut to one and, you know, Ko still got the par five and that, that felt like real moment. But after it, I think she made that par, it felt like. There wasn't going to be a crack. So, all right. Congrats to Patty Tavatanikit. Seems like we'll be saying that name quite a bit. Um, all right. On to the Texas Open. We play, you know, I can't think of her without thinking about Patty Cake because my wife always sings Patty Cake to Josie. The, the baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> another, op- another opportunity for a great Patty on the LPGA. Patty Berg. She'd probably yeah. be the second greatest Patty if she keeps this up. Um, all right, Texas Open. Jordan Spieth wins after what fourteen hundred days? It's been the twenty seventeen. I don't know if Royal you heard. Burkdale. Spieth has risen. That one got a little bit of play. Got a little play a little today. Bit. A little bit. That was yeah. Meatball over the middle. A lot of people took a cut. Um, <laughs> so this podcast didn't exist. Well, how many episodes have we had since Spieth last one? I mean, it's, this podcast was still a year a year plus in the making before last time he won. It's been a long-ass time when you think about it. I know we kind of focus on and dwell on like sort of the recent duct tape and car crashes and Listen, searching, we're just wandering being the woods, real. but it's been a long-ass time. We're kind of neglect the two prior years, three prior years, so... Um, it's it was uh, awesome great to have Sunday. him back. I mean, we've yeah. this has been coming. He's played right. outstanding the entire first four months of the golf season. So yeah. this should be this was something that was coming. This was not a this wasn't smoke and mirrors. This wasn't you know chipping in seven times to you know to shoot sixty three and backdoor a, a top ten. You know this was. He's been playing outstanding. It's been just a matter of time before he won. And, uh, yeah, it, he got it done. Not necessarily the best week to get it done the week before the Masters, historically. That being said, I think he's got to be, what, short list two, three favorites? Like, uh, DJ, him? Thick Boy. I saw DJ and Thick Boy on some places are ahead of him, but like barely. I don't know that I like either of them more than Speed, to be honest with you, right now, right? Can you have but too much great momentum? To have him, great to have him back in the winner's oh. circle. I mean, it was cool. This is like was... the, the, this is honestly what the sport needs. Yeah. Like Tiger, it, it, Tiger with his, like George Speed, he has that, um, gravitational pull yeah 
that needle, you could say even no. it might be needle-ish wasn't trying to say that i was trying i but seemed he, like you were thinking about it trying not i was not thinking to of alternatives <laughs> gravitational pull was it it does he moves he makes a difference people talk about speeth that are casual onlookers it's incredible value to the sport to have him around um it just god how shitty was that eight iron on 18 that he hit <laughs> It's just, they look like me. I've t- like just this I kind of, when talk. he was standing over, I kind of, yeah. the, the tee shot I had, I just had the willies a little bit too. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there like, oh, this might not go well. <laughs> the iron though. It's an eight iron. I didn't understand why he was hitting it to the left there. I don't, what, what I don't, was that he, all about? I don't know. It's so small. It's such a small little area over there. Like you got all the room in the world, right? And you actually had a better angle in. I didn't understand what they were doing there. It was, a, it was amazing. And it as it always is to listen to him talk after the round, the press, uh, the one tee shot he was talking about after Charlie Hoffman, the Charlie Hoffman, the Texas open unofficial host, had chipped in on him. I think you want to say 14 or 15. And Spieth was like very adamant like that like recently in recent years with that tee shot is just an absolute disaster for me. Like he had just, you know, put the pressure on like no chance do I have a, no chance on that tee shot. And it's like, and I like kind of pured one down the middle. And so it's kind of still in there. It's fascinating to hear him talk about, you know, I think he's super confident, but then it creeps up on him like the eight iron at, at uh, 18. But fantastic to have him back. Well, I um, mean, go ahead. It's, it also, I think this, it provides, as a character, I think Spieth will, is going to be so much more compelling now. Yeah. Because yeah. he's got depth. He's not just like, the wonder kid that never went through anything and just was phenomenal at golf. Like, he went through real adversity, and we've seen it with other big-time players. Westwood is one that went through something similar to this a couple years. Henrik Stenson, like, legitimately couldn't hit a golf ball for a little while. Right. Like, this right. happens to people, and I think the amount of effort that he had to put in to get back will, will give him a different type of perspective and could make him more dangerous because of it. Yep, I think he, you know, sometimes we view these sort of triumphant moments as like they need to be paid off with tears. You know, it's like, oh, I want to, it's like the interviewers actually like try to go for it. Felt like he was, whether he cried or not didn't matter. Like we know what he's been through. It seemed like he was close to getting emotional because gosh, it's been like in a, such a long road uh, and like put his head in his hands. He and then continued on and said, you know, this is a monumental win. This event is not, you know, despite the purse, despite their pain to get put in front of the Masters, is not a high-profile event on the PGA Tour, relatively speaking. But the win means something different. National to, Open. Time and place, yeah. You are just kind of dissing a National Open. It sucks. I mean, it's not a great event, right? No. You know? No. Uh, but, but, hey, when Spieth wins it, it absolutely is. Can it's you a, have a too win's much momentum? A win. A win Can you have is t- a win. 
Can you have too much momentum? Can the car just go straight through the I thought you don't even believe in momentum. Straight through the guardrail and over the cliff. A couple years ago, you said momentum doesn't exist. What is this heel turn here? I'm trying to get you stirred up here. Because now you're saying it's bad. It's bad for his master's chances. Well, nobody wins. Nobody wins two weeks in a row. Uh, Phil, Phil did it at the old Bell South, TPC Sugarloaf, <laughs> and then went and won the Masters in 06, I think it was. So, uh, yeah, that seems hard going back to back. Didn't DJ go back to back when winning Memphis? Maybe not. Um, all right. Yeah, that hey, no, was fantastic. Uh, what else you got from. Did from, you see uh, Bra- uh, Brandel was tweeting something about him working with, uh, with Duffner? Yeah, yeah, he talked about that. Yeah. Uh, Speed talked about it in his press conference. He's like, we, you know, Duff's a friend. A lot of people respect his thoughts on the swing. Um, Duff Duff gets really into that stuff. He's like a total nerd. Remember he was doing stuff with like Elkington and like studying Hogan and Swain. That's not totally unsurprising, right? Are you Are you taken well, aback by that? No, but I I think it represents like a turn a turn a little bit of a change was made, you know, in the Spieth camp. Yeah, I guess you saw Butch, and people tried to make a lot out of that that he was mm-hmm. working with Butch. Um, but yeah, maybe a different voice, a little outside well, voice. Different, for, some I, new I don't thoughts. think you'll hear that though. They're going to stay fiercely. You know, I'm fiercely loyal to Cameron McCormick, probably. I would imagine, right? Um, anything else from Texas with Spieth? You know, we have Charlie Hoffman. It's kind of how about how about him? Bang- I mean, the other thing about this win is he took down the greatest player in Texas Open history. That's the other aspect about this that's getting a little overlooked. He did that. He k- took home the 500 FedEx Cup points. It's the most FedEx Cup points he's won in a week. In, in what thirteen hundred days? Yeah. What is it? Fourteen twenty. What's the number? It's, I've, I've seen yeah. a million tweets about it, but I can't. Be thirteen twenty six or something. I stopped. I stopped paying attention to it. No, uh, it's something like that. Fourteen hundred, somewhere between thirteen and fourteen hundred. A lot of FedEx Cup points when you haven't had a lot of points in the bank recently. You are uh, right, though. This tournament stinks. Like outside of Spieth winning. The event really has has nothing else going for it. All right, now we're just crushing it. I mean, it's it is nice to have fans. I mean, whether it it would it does add something. Is it nice? Especially when Spieth is cooking in Texas. Yeah, it was great. Rick um, Rick had his best finish since uh, like last June. So he his forty two his streak of forty two majors in a row is over for the Rick. So that's what ten years, a little bit more, forty two in a row. Um, he opened with that seventy six, but you know, game gamely fought back. I think his stats were profile his strokes gained were actually not horrible. So we don't need to drive by shoot Rick, but his major streak is over. Uh, but it's impressive. Uh, I don't not impressive, but it's an encouraging development for Ricky anything else from Texas Open that jumped off the page it was just became the speed show I kind of felt like he was going to win right I mean he felt like he's been going to win since that run out west this just kind of felt like it was coming and then even at the start of the week it was like I almost took him in a one and done league I'm in 
And I'm kicking myself, obviously. Now I took Charlie Hoffman, so it's not that big a, a punch. But I don't know. This just felt like it was coming based on the underlying statistics, based on the repeated contention, based on... It's, it's crazy how he just was back. All of a sudden, Phoenix. He's just back. Right? There wasn't like a three-month run where he made all his cuts... And he finished top 25s. It was just like, all of a sudden, he's in final groups on Sunday again. He's just back. It did. I thought it happened quickly. Is yeah. That, I, uh, today, is that something you can get? Am I wrong? I mean, I feel like one of the things, though, when he wasn't on, his bottom wasn't as deep as a lot of other people's sure. bottoms. Like he, sure. He, when he was struggling, he was still like, it was like T42, T52. Yeah. T42 and him being like, oh, I, I have no clue where the ball's going, but still right. being able to get it done. You know, um, it's, you know, something I wasn't sure we were going to have back is like him in the discussion with JT is like better career. Um, him in that same group with like Brooks and all like, I kind of thought that might've been gone a few, few yeah. months ago. And it's just great to have, like I, I can't overstate how awesome it is that he won. So we're all gonna freak out about the Masters, right? And deserve he should be a favorite. It's crazy that we're saying that. But are we? Could we be? You're talking about career stuff. Could we be talking about like career slam stuff with him in this yeah. month? Is, I think, how does I think it, set up for that? I actually think it'll set up well. I, I think obviously distance is a is a great one at Kiowa. You know, is it's great anywhere, but I don't think it's that that important at Kiowa. It's going to be windy. It's going to be hard. The one thing yep. that I do worry about is like you're going to have to drive the ball well, and okay. that's still one one thing that I I wonder about. But I think, and for the most part, I think that's a golf course he can win at, as opposed to the Bell Reeves and Beth Pages. Yeah, Tory Pines. Type. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, th- I just think it. First... Go ahead. You go. Now you go. With the wind, it just kind of comes in a little bit. It's a little different in extreme. He missed his first three fairways today, so the driving still can be leaving. You know, he scrambled to make some putts and, and get stay. You know, keep it together with the duct tape or flex seal, whatever it may be. All Billy right. Mays. I don't think it's Billy Mays. I think it's a Billy Mays knockoff that does those. I posted the video. I didn't bother to look at his name. I don't think it's Billy. Um, all right, moving on. Sandestin, the goat. Oh, Steven Yeager. Classic 4A. He's getting called up here this summer. He's going to be on the 40-man roster. Uh, he wins in Sandestin. I got I got a three-minute message from Michael Wolf, Bama Bearcat. I got tweeted at by Jay Revel. Who's also or Jay Ravel? I should pronounce. I don't pronounce names right. I'm sorry, Jay. Um, asking for clarification on the Redneck Riviera. Apparently, it starts in Sandestin. Sandestin Resort is very nice, and then east of that, in the Panhandle, is quite nice and spacious and roomy. And then west of that is the Redneck Riviera, and they're both fun, but they're just 
both unique. I, I have to issue an apology. I guess Destin Proper may not be the redneck Rivera. I, I got an at length sort of you message see, from you Michael. You should Wolf issue an it. apology for putting the event of the week so far deep in the show. We still haven't talked about Anwa. We're talking well, it was about Saturday. It was Saturday. We'll Destin. talk about Anwa in a second. We're gonna do drive, chip, and putt next. Oh God! Are you on. prepped on that? <laughs> Do you have all the winners in this? uh... Listen, I have no problem. (laughs) I don't. This is not an anti. I'm not anti drive, chip, and putt. I just think there's a million things that deserve uh, exponentially more attention in golf than the than the the amount of attention that drive, chip, and putt receives uh, once a year. I am fully on board with you on that. I came to it today. I was just like, you know, it's just, this just doesn't do it for me anymore. Like, I'm not saying it shouldn't exist. They don't need to get rid of it. They can keep putting it on. It's just never going to land with me. And, and it seems like at this point more a cause for like certain stakeholders, voices, and megaphones to celebrate themselves. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, so great. This is so, oh, so war-. Like, I don't know. Jack Nicholas is talk, talk, tweeting about it. How it made him feel 18 again. I, I doubt he watched a single minute of that. You know, and, and it's fine. They don't need to get rid of it. It's, but I thought it was cool the first few years to see kids at Augusta National, where you know it's hard to get into and it's exclusive and it's hard to get beyond the walls of that, this, that, and the other. But like, it just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't do anything. I'm I had not it on even the on the competition. I never looked. I don't like the competition at all. A friend of the program today asked us, asked me, like. Do you know how it's scored? I was like, no, I have no clue. And I, you know what? If I ha- I cared, I probably would seek that out. I don't know how it's scored. I assume the drive part is just how far you hit it within a grid. But there's no intuitive sense of of how it's scored, and and it just seems hard to keep track of. It's just always like kids. Bubba loves it. Bubba. Nobody loves the cameras for drive, chip, and putt more than Bubba. He's you know, frolicking out there every year. You can count on that. Yeah. yeah. You know why? He's probably trying to get out of Redneck Riviera. Trying to get out of there while so busy. The the candy shop is (laughs) is just slammed. He's got to get up to Augusta and avoid avoid spring break. That's true. That's true. No, we're we're popping the drive chip and butt. I'm not saying it needs to go away. It sounds like you hate children. Not, that's what I'm taking away from. That's the thing. This. I have kids. I don't I, like. Uh, <laughs> Brendan Porra I, I, I don't know children. what's. I, I have no idea what's happening on it. I just don't. I'm sorry. That's it. That's great. It's over and analyzed and over promoted. All right. Um, Steven Yeager. He's the goat. He's the greatest. Corn Ferry Tour, Web Tour, Nike Buy.com, Ben Hogan Tour. So what? This tour is deeper here's than it ever other, was. Here's the other thing. He's only one. With on the tour with two names, I want him. To, I want to see him win for another title sponsor. It's only he's only oh, won yeah. on Web. dot com and Corn Ferry. We need we need him to win a, a one more <laughs> title sponsor before I give him the the goat title. He didn't win nationwide. Is that possible? Could it, could he have snuck a nationwide tour win? Probably not. Um, I don't think so. I, I think Corn Ferry's on for like win, a decade or something. His first right? win was uh, twenty sixteen. Ellie May. Okay. At Stonebrae. Uh, that was when he yeah. shot 58. Yeah. That 58 yeah. doesn't get enough credit, too. That course is hard, right? So yeah. Isn't it? Can it be hard out there? Um, he's, so you always say Flanagan is the GOAT, but he, they say he's coming for Jason Gore. 
win total. Gore maybe has the has the the career mark. He talks about like he says that, but then on the other hand, it's like getting back to the big show too, of course, <laughs> and playing out there. So it's like it's like it's an incredible accomplishment, but then you also have to append on like, hey, yeah, I also want to play on the big tour. So. Yeah, Flanagan uh, only won four times. Oh, it's not you don't want to, you don't want to be the the all time winningest. I mean, I bet Ricky would take it. Where he, you know, it's a distinction he, of some. He, sort. He's in the Swedish Pancake Club of uh, of, the, of Corn Ferry Tour. Six wins. I mean, it's a testament to you know longevity, grinding it out. It's like like Sonny Kim, all-time money leader on the minor league golf tour. You know, one thing, it's maybe not a place you want to be for a long time, but another thing, it's a testament to his determination. Uh, so he wins. He beats uh, David Lipsky in a playoff. So Lipsky back playing over in the, the States. Andrew Novak. You know where Lipsky 60. went to college? I do, actually. I do. <laughs> Matt Fitzpatrick, School of... Uh, Journalism, golf, Northwestern, and Evanston. I did know that. Uh, so that's your uh, Sandestin Emerald Coast Classic uh, winner. All right, let's move on to event he's of now, the week. He's now one win away from the battlefield. Is right? That right? Yeah, I think so. Because he won okay. Boise last year. And it's so that super season, right? Do they do the battlefield with the super season? I could see him getting, you know, being sneaky and saying uh, it doesn't count this year. We got to protect the members up top, protect J.J. Henry and people like that. You know what's so surprising? This is the biggest shock of the Corn Ferry Tour season. Corn Ferry Tour member Will Zalatoris has just been MIA. He's a member of the Corn Ferry Tour. Getting no I think points. Think it's dis- disrespectful. That he's just abandoned his tour. He's a member of the Corn Ferry Tour, not a member of the PGA Tour. I don't know what he's doing, but he needs to get back and play on the tour that he belongs to. Where his membership is, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like you just running off to Florida for several months, just abandoning your your people and your home. I hope everybody knows that was being extraordinarily sarcastic there. They do, I hope. If they don't. They, you never know. They probably shouldn't be listening to this, or they they would have given up a long time ago. All right, Anwa Augusta National Women's Amateur. Our uh, Kajitani Sabusha Sabusha Kajitani wins, beats Amelia Migliaccio, uh, who is or Migliaccio. They were going aggressive with the pronunciations on the broadcast, like you know, like we were in Paris with the girl. I don't from know South if Carolina. you heard. Pauline Racine Bouchard and Miliaccio, who's an American, went to Wake Forest, but you know, that ends with the vowel, so they were giving it the full pronunciation treatment. Did you hear that she's a writer? Novelist. It's gonna become a colleague of ours, apparently, working for yeah. golfchannel.com or yeah, website. Congratulations so. on the new gig. Yeah, congrats are in order. Absolutely. But what'd you think? Did you watch this? I watched it all day. I watched Saturday. I watched it all day. Um, it, it it seemed like nobody wanted to win. <laughs> like uh, every time yeah. somebody got a, a, the lead, it was like they threw up on themselves. The play, 
the play was not great. The putting was really, really bad. And like, let's context here. You know, they play like one practice round. Did yeah. you hear how brutal that practice round was? Apparently, uh-uh. it was blowing. Ryan Lavner was talking about it. Apparently, it was blowing twenty-five out of the north, which is like their one of their toughest wins there. And like rock hard, he said all the came off the course. The word he used was spooked. He said none of the par fives were reachable. None. They're hitting hybrids and woods into eighteen. Hitting like four irons into all the par fours. This is a practice round, and like that—that's like the only time they're seeing the course. They come out the next day. The greens were more receptive; wasn't blowing as much. But like, the putting was really bad, and you don't want to be like you don't want to rip them. It just wasn't great. Um, It was exciting. the The golf was exciting to watch because you know you had no sense of who. Like Migliaccio was talking about, like I had, I did not expect to even be in this playoff, you know, like yeah. she finished and she, she played an unbelievable round. Um, it's, it's, her and Roussard were just unbelievable. Um, in the, in terms of their, their final round, especially in comparison to everybody else in, in those last groups. But, um, yeah, it's a hard golf course, and it was firm. It was fa- it was playing fast, and you hit it in the wrong spots, and and you could tell inexperience too. Like, you know, I think inexperience plays a big big part in in some of that. Uh, you know, you just saw people making some bad decisions out there. Yeah, a lot, like a lot um, Roseanne going just... for it on on uh, on thirteen. Thirteen. Right after she had already hooked her drive, you know, couldn't find the ball and makes a snowman. Lindblad was just like hammering putts through, you know, eight, 15 feet past when she had like eagle chances and things like that. Uh, it was not like, like cup show, you know, just and, stuffing and it at 13 and 15 and Fosse as well. It was, it was a different kind of play. I still enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, you know, even though the play was not ex- exemplary. So I, it was good. I, I, I didn't mind the jockeying. It felt like everybody could come, you know, everybody had a chance. And Miliaccio was whatever, a couple hours ahead or an hour and a half ahead. Anyways, um, I did. Hey, you lost your bet. South USC, the fake USC. We Beat found out who the real USC was this week. University of South Carolina hung, hung, uh, Rusin uh, Broussard finished T third, yeah. highest finisher yeah. of any of the USCs, and then also, um, it was uh, Anna Pelez Trevino, Trevi- Trevino, Lee's Trevino. Lee's granddaughter, Lee's granddaughter, Lee Trevino's granddaughter, I believe. It's uh, she's Spanish. She's she's Sevi's. Not she, spelled different. They, I'm surprised that they didn't ask her about what Sevi meant. Sevi. To her. Um, they were she. They were the top two USC finishers, both South Carolina. All right. Seems like right. It, seems like you uh, you're doubting the the true USC. Yeah, it's a little bit of a home game for them. I should have factored that in. And they're playing next door at, at Augusta National. Um, one thing that kept amusing the hell out of me. So they started an hour late because of frost. Then it was supposed to end at three. It went to like four twenty, four thirty. Tariko had to keep saying thank you to the PGA Tour because they're supposed to do Texas Open and Texas, you know, 
Texas Open relegated to a golf channel, the cable, and not network television. And I, I just thought I was like giggling. He said it four or five times again. Thank you to the PGA Tour. It's just like a. That's the might of Augusta National. You're never going to see the women's amateur, whether even if it's the U.S. women's amateur, I think bump the PGA Tour, no matter what it is, the Texas Open, the McGladdery, whatever event it might be, off of what they're supposed to be on. And Augusta says, yes, you're, you're not, we're not going anywhere for the Texas Open. And B, that they, they have to just express this gratitude to the tour for finally you know humbly accepting their place on cable that that kept amusing me uh late on saturday as it ran over so monumental moment though for uh women's golf just getting pushing pushing the tour like the them staying on that was great right no it was cool it was cool uh anything else this this event i feel like has a life, right? Has a real future. No? I mean, yeah. I don't think it conflicts with the ANA. It's a three-hour window on Saturday. Well, I think one of the things is that AMs have to decide between the two. That's where I have a problem. That is, is that where they have you have to decide real... between playing in a major championship and then playing at Augusta. Like That's ridiculous. That shouldn't be a thing. Like We, we just saw it. Today, like a low am at the A and A ended up winning this year. Like, yeah, that happened, and they're taking that opportunity away. By that's the problem, really. I did hear on TV that it was called the most important amateur event to these women. Which, you know, come August, that's probably a different. They say something else on TV, but uh, I guess that's already there. So, uh, I, I just. I think it works okay with a three-hour window on Saturday when the a and I'm talking about pure TV. There's not like a competitor, right? That's on the West Coast, and it's still the third round. But I understand from sort of a, a choosing which to play uh, conflict. Absolutely. All right. Let's get to uh, news. It's Masters Week. We're very excited. We'll have podcasts all week. We'll have that live hangout on Friday with Bixby subscribers. Maybe bring Polly in. I see Woozy's at Waffle House. Woozy after you're off. I saw off, Woozy. Back. I got sent some confidential video of Woozy grinding on a range. Really? Yeah. In Georgia? Yeah. Or- working hard. Last week. He was he was grinding. I can't share. Oh, we it. also What? Unfortunately. Yeah, it's bullshit. I and the video, it was asked to not be shared. Your source. I, uh, we also have visual confirmation on the ground that the suspenders are back. The braces. <laughs> suspenders are back for Mr. Flimper, Sandy Lyle. Um, so that's more what do you intel. Think, do you want to do a head-to-head woozy versus Lyle? Yes. Oh, this is where I was going at. Or Paulie, we're, we think we'll do a little pool. Oh, we might do a fun. pool. We might do a pool. TBD. Maybe we could put you know, it in the pool. Most content creators have their master's plan well intact by now, but we are figuring it out. We'll we have one tomorrow. thing planned Friday, sometime yeah, at some point Friday. Yeah. Yeah. We're going uh, to do something. But Woozy something. is just gobbling down waffles at the Waffle House. Have you ever been to Waffle House? I haven't. I really want to go. I, 
I do want to go. It's an experience that I feel like I, I've missed out on. Have you, Ben? No. Not not that I can recall. Maybe, Maybe we could go young. together. There's probably so many people that are just triggered by this, too. Idiots from the Midwest. Never been to the Waffle House. Uh, maybe we can. I, maybe we I did for like an AAU year. basketball tournament when I was a kid, but I don't think I've ever been. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. We could make content. I'm kidding. We'll never make content, but we could go. We could try it. We could follow it each other around with video cameras and make content. <laughs> Debating, making our orders at the Waffle House. Well, anyways, Woozy seemed absolutely just delighted, impressed. Couldn't believe it. I don't know if they just don't have that kind of fare in Jersey, the the tax haven island where he Do now resides. He's going to be there English... every morning now. Do you think he's just going to go back every day? I mean, he's going to have a blocked artery by f- opening round Thursday. I don't think he cares. <laughs> it's a good way to soak. Waffle House seems like a good place to soak up some things from night before. <laughs> That's true. He's. You know, he didn't play last year because his health is so poor. He's not great, and it's hard for him to get around the course. And was he on a strict diet of, of uh, ale and you know greasy morning food? <laughs> ale at it's night, already. just drowning himself in you know some sort of uh, Welsh beer at night and and greasy southern diner food on the the mornings. That's I mean, hey, he's back so. Uh, other Masters news besides Woozy going to the Waffle House. Brooksy. Brooks is there playing, allegedly. Taking He's shots. chippy on Twitter. Brad Faxon's <laughs> rumor mongering about him being out six to eight months. Um, we'll see, though. He could be out by Saturday, yeah. right? You're right. Now we're going to get a week of, oh, he's down. He's hobbling. He's, uh, it's just, I don't, I don't feel good. I don't know. We'll see. It's, it, I, it's great to have him there. I think he told Bob Herrick or somebody like I wouldn't show up if you know to try and get second place. You know he's playing because he thinks he can still win. So, um, but the field is made better. Do you think Woozy thinks he can win? No, actually I don't. Or else he wouldn't be at the Waffle House just gobbling down hash browns and things like that. Um, Waffle House there. might not even have hash browns for all we know. No. That now you're now you look like an idiot. That I know is like a big deal. Like scramble, yeah. That's a big part of their whole, I don't know, cultural impact. Um, all right, Brooks is there. John Rahm not there, but appears like he will be there. Had his child. I think there was some social media posts about that. If I'm not Saw mistaken, that. the the, the cat is a novelist. Get, John Rahm's had that. a kid. Getting in on other people's personal use, news to use it for impressions. It's a oh, uh, God. retweet button doesn't work. Can't just have to rip the photo and post it all around. Make your own caption. I feel bad. This kid is crying on the TV now. Drive, chip, and putt. <laughs> it seems kind of exploitative, actually. Oh, they got the replay on as we're recording. That's exploitative. Well, with, the new, with the new amateur rules, they can make money now. <laughs> they're they're making content out of this kid's tears. It's terrible. Uh yeah, so Rom, you know, I, they it, just Where does how does whatever. it compare for you to the Little League World Series? I mean, I I think the Little League 
Yeah, that's just uh, gone way too far, too. They're doing, like, qualifiers yeah. now and all this crazy shit. I can't but, I mean, stand the Little League World Series. I don't know. I never get into that. But at least but, if I sit down and watch it, I understand what's happening. It's still baseball. You know, you hit the ball. You run from first to second to third. And home. The, the drive, chip, and putt. It's just they're all whacking away, it's, and I don't even know what they're going for. <laughs> and then they just go from, like, one section to another. Like, there's right? no cognitive way to follow it. Like, one player hits, and then you don't see him for another two hours. Yes, yes. It's like, oh, it's back to Tommy Nagachima, who's hitting his putt. And it's like, well, I mean, I forgot what Tommy did with his drive. <laughs> they, they really downplay the competitive element of it just to – kind of you know pat themselves on the back that kids are there and playing at all you can't follow it intuitively and it's like a five-hour broadcast it's on from eight to like yeah. lunch it's crazy I, it seems I like know. something that would be best watched post pro, post-produced it doesn't need to be yeah. live it doesn't seem yeah. like a live television product anyways but congrats to all the kids for making it there played well a good event i'm glad they do it Keep it going. I'm just probably not going to be invested in it going forward. All right. So Rom will be there. That's great. You know, probably beware of the new dad, new perspective. You know, mm-hmm. fatherhood has changed him. We'll get that a lot by by Thursday morning. I'm sure you can put that on your bingo card. Uh, so that, should that's we start good. To, should we make a bingo card? We could do that. I love people are just listening to us kind of hash out our sort of content plan for the week here. Um so Rom will be in the field. Brooks will be in the field. That is a good deal. Uh, course conditions. Did you take anything away from watching Anwa, from watching Drive, Chip, and Putt? I'm kidding. On how the course might play this week. How Let the me range tell you, I saw the a drive, shot, chip. drive, Chip, and Putt. I saw this chip <laughs> that just told me everything. Now, I, I mean, I think the course seems to be in perfect shape. Um yeah. I think so much of it is what happens during the week. It doesn't sound like there's any rain. I haven't done any investigative reporting yet. That's tomorrow's job. I'm going to get really okay. dig into the This forecast. is not a master's preview. This is more of an A and A Anwa Texas recap stuff. Preview. I think coming. that I think that they have the golf course exactly where they want it. And that's so rare because mother nature usually disagrees and I can't remember the last time we had a Ma- uh, masters where it was rain wasn't a part a of a storm yeah, yeah something soaked it down they get that kitty litter out there yeah. yeah that i feel like that at least there's something that pops them during the week um i don't know i saw i read some jeff shackelford notes on it a lot of, obviously listened to lavner listened to some of the players on the weekend it just and of course you know we're getting hyped from westy saying it's as hard as he's ever seen it from Speed hearing rumors that it's been as firm and fast as he's ever that people have ever seen it, and it did seem to play that way on Saturday. A lot of uh, not a lot of plugging, not a lot of you know darts. It was kind of a, a, a the thud, as you say, as you've written so eloquently about before. But it does seem like we're we're tuned. It's tuned up for a very. Do you think they're mad about DJ going? You know, setting new no. marks and the mud balls. I don't think it's a reaction to that. But I l- think they're just. They're, this is. I'm guessing how they want it to be set up every year. It's just you don't get to set it up this way every year because stuff ha- shit happens. Yep. yep. All right. That's all I got for news. 
Anything else you want to talk about after this weekend? Great day. Great, great weekend all around. Great Sunday. Start to finish. You have anything? You have the floor. It's your podcast. Anything you want to say before right. we sign off? I got off? nothing else. I'm glad, Master, glad you're back. It's, it's Master's Week. I'm back in the dungeon. I'm ready, I'm ready to lock in. Yeah. I got, Subscribe I got to Bixby. My, I got my two screens back. It's pretty exciting. Your internet's might be reliable now. You were always bitching about your internet down there in Florida yeah, while throwing accusations at me for my internet. Your, your, internet went out, your, your video went out tonight. Your internet stinks. Can you not see me? It, it went out earlier. You came back. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll have plenty of podcasts, probably daily during the tournament, maybe a little extra Polly's picks on Woozy and Lyle and Larry Mize and folks like that. And then uh, subscribe to Bixby if you want to be a part of that uh, Friday, little Friday party. It's a consumable good. You know, a lot of these people, you know, folks are doing subscribe. Donate to my this, that, and the other, and we'll give you these goodies. If you drink coffee, this is something, it's cup, you know, you're, we're going to do as much as we can to make your purchase of that coffee a little extra special, right? I mean, hey, if, if you if go to Starbucks, people- you spend $5 every freaking time now. This is a bag that makes several pots, multiple pots. We're trying to give you something you consume otherwise. And, uh, you know, probably, you know, add a little sugar to it with this little Friday show. I think it's going to be a fun time. Miles is a ball of energy. He'll, he'll bring a fun element to it as well. Listen, if, uh, if enough people subscribe, we'll start following each other around with cameras. Nobody wants that. Maybe at some point. Nobody wants that. We'll never have to buy, sell out to anything. How about that? Not that we ever would, but it will firmly entrench ourselves as, I don't know, not having to sell out to some sugar daddy of some sort. All right. Everyone enjoy your week. We're off the rails. A lot of podcasts coming. This is a fantastic day. It'll be a great Masters week ahead. You want to say something? Look like you're about to lean in and shout something in a microphone. Ah, I'm done. I'll no, save it. I've got, got a it. lot of... Got lots of pods to talk about this week. Daily right. pods. I got to watch this drive, chip, and putt replay. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.